As you go through dating, because I think it's what it is, it's normally trial and error for a lot of people. Yeah. AJ McCall at VFX for the Automatrix Group debated. Age, you figure out what you like, what you're looking for, what matches, all that, and then you try and narrow down the scope to find the perfect partner. Listeners sent in an email, though, because things like saying you want someone that's ambitious, someone who likes to do certain things, someone who wants to travel the world, you can do that. But then if you start to put a price number on it, to try and match a lifestyle, well, don't you run into a little bit of an issue? Listener writes, Dear AJ McCall, I make 80000 annually. I'm single. I own a house with a mortgage. Paid off my student loans. Paid off my car. One huge thing for me is looking for a significant other is finances. Specifically, I want someone to be on similar ground as I am in terms of how much money they make and how much debt they have. Okay. I'm finding it very difficult to find someone like this. Of course, you can't put on your dating profile, person must make XXX amount of money. Or bring that up casually in a conversation without sounding like a stuck-up jerk. Correct. I use context clues to try and figure out when someone's financial situation is, but you don't typically discuss this with a potential partner until several months of dating. My question to you is, am I, in fact, being stuck up in making this a requirement? If no, is there a tactful way to discuss finances pretty early on in the dating stages to prevent wasted time? I think in order to be able to have a casual conversation with finances, there is a lot of restructuring that has to happen across the entire nation in comfort level of actually being willing to talk about money. So I don't think that you can just like bring it up. I don't think there's a way to tactfully be like, yo, so blah, blah, blah. I would agree. Um, But I don't know. I, I think it makes sense to, I don't know, have to have, some kind of a conversation before you get into like too serious of a relationship. This is coming from somebody who racked up all of their credit cards and had like very much financial difficulties in the past. I would just like to say, like, I get the the idea. Like, I'm I not. Too. I'm not against the idea of wanting someone who makes a certain, who's at a certain financial level to do the things you want to do. Like, I like to travel. Mm-hmm. That being said, I would like to just say that maybe you would help yourself out if you expand the window a little bit. Yeah. Because he seemed pretty locked in onto a certain range, and mm-hmm. again, I, I get, I'm, I'm with it. Debt to me would be the biggest thing. Right. I 100% told people, and I'll say it now, debt would be a huge issue for me. It's Absolutely. one of the reasons that if I ever ended up single again, I would not date someone who is increasingly younger than me because you just don't have the same respect. I think for a lot of things, yeah. But debt would be the biggest thing to me, not the money you make, the debt you have. You know, and I think that I think that there's lessons to be learned about money and income even if they're not making a ton of dollars or whatever, you know. Like having having the confidence to be able to learn and to be able to teach somebody how to be able to improve your income, how to be able to, you know, pick up investments or um find ways to expand your money and learn how to be able to, you know, learn that way, I think is always an option. It's not like, oh, hey, so you only make 30 grand or you only make 15 grand. Oh, okay. Well, we'll just, that's it for you. Like that's a cap. Like I don't need your limiting beliefs being put onto me either when it comes to that kind of a situation. You're limiting somebody already by thinking that they can't earn more. Yeah, I would agree with that too, because I think that I think that that, but also the fact that, again, you kind of lock yourself into some options. Like you've already admitted, you can, and I get, I'm with you, with McCall addressed it, I think, perfectly. You can't, I don't feel like there's a tactful way to have the conversation no. early on. I think you just have to take social cues. You talk about uh, certain things involving money, investments, retirement plans. You talk, make plans and see where they're at with it and all that. But 
I think that you can teach them, like McCall said, they can earn more because, you know, you're still young. And then also, it's not it's, – it's, it's small. It's, it's a piece of the pie. I think Correct. it's a bigger piece of the pie, but it's just one piece of the pie. Right. There's there's more stuff to it. Correct. Like, there's going to be a breadwinner and not a breadwinner. Yeah. You know, and if you teach somebody and they're willing to hear you out and willing to actually learn, you both can be breadwinners. You know? I don't think the way you attach the and now I don't know the reason it was it just because you want to be able to do the same social things or you want to be taken care of because I would not say you're a materialistic jerk at least in the way the messages come across to me right but I don't know mm-hmm. what your intention is for specifically one if you just Correct. want someone to do the same things as you I think that's that's reasonable it's within reason because you've decided you've you've set on a set lifestyle and you don't want to scale it back and I'm with that that being said. I think there's a little bit more expanding you do, and I, as for figuring out early on, I, besides just doing it and then taking the consequences, good uh, luck. Uh, social cues is what you're gonna have to do. I think it's tough. That to me, not as much of a red flag. I know money, money's still taboo th- for a lot of people mm-hmm. in a lot of in a lot of ways. That to me, however, is not as taboo or not as much uh, of a red flag as. One ex who's gone, or one boyfriend who's gone viral because of a name for a kitten. A name for a kitten, to me, more of a red flag than the person who wants to know how much money you make. Dangerous. Look, we get it. There's still a taboo about talking about how much you make in the workplace with people, partners, whatever. It takes some comfort to be with the, to tell people what you make. Got it. Yeah. AJ and McCall on VFX for the Automatrix Group debate at eight. The poll of the day asks if on the first date you want to know. And we'll get into this, I think, a little bit more in the after show. But if you'd want to know what your partner makes. And as much of a red flag as that may be, or our listener brought up about being concerned and wanting to know what a partner wants to make, a kitten's name, more of a red flag. Okay. Because a woman had gone online because she asked the internet for advice because her boyfriend decided to get a kitten for them. And not only wanted to name it, but defend to the death. That they name it after one of his exes. No. Now, not not in the standpoint of. Hey, I hate her. No. She's a cat. I meant not in the meow. St- not in the standpoint of I dated so and so. We should name the cat after that. But pick the same name as the ex. And then one brought to his attention said, "Well, it's a pretty name. I don't see what the big deal is." Mm-mm. And I think it's worth noting. McCall and I talked about uh, names. I think it was just about two weeks ago, specifically with pets and how. Uh, uh, <laughs> Because of meeting people that were jerks, we wouldn't even name pets after people that are jerks, which let alone kids. And this is just the inverse of that. Yep. How could you say, I don't think it's a big deal? People are very particular about names. They're reminders. They're homages. Like, you have a terrible boss whose name is Simpson. (laughs) You're not going to name your dog Simpson. Right. You can't stand Simpson. No. So please confirm with me, McCall. Yes. This is a way bigger red flag than so-and-so on the first date saying, hey, so how much do you make? Yes. Correct. It's ridiculous. Why Why would you die? Like, in all honesty, unless it's like, a, if it was a family name, mm-hmm. it's a family name. Okay. I can understand dying on that hill. Like, no, this is very important to me. I want to name it. I want to name our cat after my Nan Nan. Cool. Great. You name that cat after your Nan Nan. Why? Like, you love you love your dogs more than probably anybody else. That I, no, right. definitely more than anybody else I know. More than most people on the planet. Was it really life or death on any of the names? Like if Dustin had said, no, we're not naming her Teasel," Would you be like, well, okay, well, 
Done. I'm just, I, I'm not, I can't. I can't work with this man. I can't do it. <laughs> if he had, if he had jumped in at that point and told me what I couldn't name my my dog, we weren't like dating officially at that point. So okay, I would have been mad. Example. Okay, fine. Then Yogi. You said you couldn't. We name didn't Yogi. have a name for Yogi for like. See, well, this months. is a prime example. Not really months. It was like weeks. We just kept calling him Puppy, and I couldn't come up with something. So we finally landed on Yogi. Dustin's mom's boyfriend was like, "Yogi's a good name," and we were like. Yeah, that is a good name. Okay, so the, right there proves the point that it's it's what you feel towards the animal, not necessarily what you call the animal. Yep. <sighs> Ridiculous. Like what? To get red? Like, just call it. Just call it. He's decided he's still in love with her. Just leave. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> People in general do dumb things. We get to play Florida not every day, right? But it astonishes me, and I, I'm talking more reflectively, but also generally, how dumb fellas we really can be when you look back on Oblivious is the biggest one, but like, what? This this is not clever. It's not intelligent. This is not a hill to die on. She hates the name. Who cares? Just give it up. There's a no. bajillion other kitten names to give up. Yeah, like you could come up with like Mew. Kitten. Kitten. I had a friend in high school that had a cat named Kitten. Do you name it D-O-G? <laughs> it's one of my favorite names. It's just creative. I had, My neighbor's dog's name was Linda. Yeah, that's a weird name. I had a, a girlfriend in college whose best friend had a cat named Osiris. Ooh, I like that. Was cool it after cat. the shoes? No, it was after the Egyptian god. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure that it was like not because of the shoes, but because of, you know, the origin of where Osiris yes. came from. These kicks are amazing. Fire. I'm going to name, name this cat, cat. Etnies. <laughs> Actually, I don't hate that for a cat name. I'm going to be honest. Oh, gosh. I kind of like that. No. I kind of, for a cat name, I kind of like that. I don't know. Like, like McCall, already gave, McCall and I already gave you like 10 names right there. It's not that hard. That's why this is a huge red flag and just call it. Call it now. Just be done with them.